Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time? Time to eat? I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions! That's right. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos where God sprinkles his love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that he loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Donuts and Devos Lead us to peace With Donuts and Devos With Donuts and Devos With Donuts and Devos Lead us to Hi kids and welcome back to Donuts and Devos. I'm Mary Faith and I'm so excited to have you with us during our devotion today, especially if this is your first time. If you've never listened to our podcast before, I want you to know this devotion is just for you. This devotion is here to help you grow in your faith. Here on Donuts and Devos, we have a great time learning more about God and His Word. We read Bible stories and talk more deeply about what it means with Pastor Glaze. We also sing and memorize Bible verses with Miss Baker, and I don't know about you, but I find it a lot easier to remember things when I sing them. So thank you for coming along with us as we make our day a little bit sweeter with God's Word. Now last week we saw God's judgment and mercy as we read the story about the sinful cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. The people had turned their backs on God and were living deep in sin. God destroyed them as he rained sulfur and fire Yikes. on their heads. Scary. Yep, pretty much. But God's mercy and love for Abraham shone through as he saved Abraham's nephew Lot from that death. So what's our story this week? Well, it's a happy one, sure to make you laugh with joy. For years, God has promised Abraham and Sarah a son. And even as the years went by and they got older, God still said his promise would happen. In our Bible reading, we're going to find out if it did actually happen as God promised. Before we begin, we always start with the Lord's Prayer. And I have my helpers here with me. You guys ready? Yes! Let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. In our Bible reading today, the Lord visits Sarah and keeps his promise to her. Let's find out Genesis chapter 21, verse 1 through 7. The Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did to Sarah as he had promised. And Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. 
Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh over me. And she said, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. He finally came! The son promised to Abraham and Sarah. A miracle baby to childless parents in their old age. Abraham was 100 years old. Wow! And Sarah was 90 years old. Whoa! Yeah, only by the hand of God could they have a baby at those ages. And we can see in the first few verses of our reading that Isaac's birth was truly a divine intervention by God. Verse 1 tells us that the Lord visited Sarah as he said, and he did to Sarah as he promised. And then Sarah conceived and bore a son at the time which God had spoken. So it was through God alone that Isaac was born, not to mention their age. And they appropriately called him Isaac, just as God told them. Which is where we see the obedience of Abraham as well, because that's the name God gave them when he visited Abraham. And when Sarah had laughed in disbelief, and I bet there was sure more laughter after Isaac's birth, but no longer was it laughter of disbelief, just imagine the joy both Sarah and Abraham must have felt finally having their own child. How do you guys think they felt after finally having their own child? Overjoyed. But is this story really about a baby? Huh? Of course it is. Of course it is. is. (laughs) You might think that, but it's actually about God and his faithfulness and power. What do you think we learn about God from the birth of Isaac? God keeps his promises. That's a huge part of this story. Over 25 years had passed since God first told Abraham that he would become the father of all nations, that his name would never be forgotten, and that he would have a son. It couldn't have been easy for Abraham and Sarah to wait so long. They questioned God, and they even doubted him at times that what he promised would happen. Now let me ask you kids a question. What's the longest amount of time you've had to wait for something you really, really wanted? A couple of days? Weeks? How long? Pretty long. What's something that you really want that you've waited for for a while? A Christmas. And how long have you been waiting for a Christmas? For a few weeks. When you really want something, waiting for it can make that time go by even slower, it seems. We can get very impatient, waiting for something to happen when we think it should, in our time. Or like waiting for water to boil as you watch it. Have you ever done that? I don't recommend it. No. It takes forever. (laughs) We can even try to make things happen sometimes, not believing that God is in control. But God clearly promises us that all things do work together for good. And we patiently wait in hope for the fulfillment of all of his promises, even those which we do not yet see. Because time and time again, God promises he is trustworthy as he keeps his promises. If you remember, Isaac's birth wasn't just the fulfillment of his promise to Abraham, but also the fulfillment of the promise to somebody else. Do you remember who it was? Adam and Eve? 
Yes, and what did God promise them? I think you might know this one from your Bible memory work. Someone who would crush the serpent's head? Exactly. The lineage of the Savior would have ended with Abraham, but through Isaac's birth, the bloodline continued to bring Jesus, the Savior, into the world, who would be the ultimate promised Messiah that would save us in his death and resurrection and bring us joy and laughter forever. That's right, on the last day. All right, well, let's go ahead and close with our prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for being faithful. Thank you for being faithful. And keeping your promises. And keeping your promises. Help keep us patient. Help keep us patient. As you carry out your plan. As you carry out your plan. For our lives. For our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God is faithful, and we see and live in His faithfulness every day. There are a number of synonyms for our faith word of the day, but two of my favorites are dependable and trustworthy. When we learn more about God and see His amazing power at work in the Bible, in our lives and other people's lives, it becomes clear that you can depend on Him for everything. Think about that person in your life who you run to for everything, who loves you unconditionally and is always there for you. Can you see their face in your mind? That's who God is for us. Even though you can't see Him, you can depend on Him and trust Him to take care of you. All through the Bible, we will read stories and proof of His faithfulness to His people, to those He loves, which includes you and me. And the biggest proof of that is Jesus on the cross, taking the judgment of our sins and giving us our salvation through his death and resurrection. When hard things happen in our lives, we have the hope and comfort through God and his faithfulness. After weeks of hearing God promise a baby, which for Abraham and Sarah was a year, so we can't feel too badly, we finally read about the birth of Isaac. Sometimes God's promises don't happen right away, but we have peace knowing that he does keep his word. That's what our Bible memory verse reminds us of today. It's from the book of Lamentations, and I know we haven't had one from this book before, but it's from chapter 2, verse 17, the first part of the verse, and says, The Lord has done what he purposed. He has carried out his word, which he commanded long ago. So lead us in our song today, Miss Baker. Let's begin with me playing it first and you listening. The Lord has done what he
all together. The Lord has done what he purposed. He has carried out his word, which he commanded long ago. The Lord has done what he purposed. Lamentations 2.17 Now every time you sing this verse, you can remember that things don't always happen in the time we might want it to. So pray for patience as you wait on the Lord and His timing. Good job, boys and girls. We'll see you next week for our memory verse. Thanks again, Miss Baker. That's it for our show today. Thank you so much for joining us this week for our Donuts and Devos devotion. Please be sure to join us next Wednesday as we continue the story of Abraham, Sarah, and their new baby, Isaac. Thank you so much for each and every one of you who listen and learn about God with us. For my adult listeners, just a really quick reminder, please be sure to visit our website at DonutsAndDevos.com for those free printables for the kids. We have the activity sheets and the coloring pages that help our children go through their devotion each week. Also, subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen, and please be sure to join and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash DonutsAndDevos. We are so thankful each and every time one of you shares our podcast with friends and family. And this truly does help us reach as many families and help them grow in God's word. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus's peace. Bye, kids. See you next week. Lead us to-